Well, hello, 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 and a big warm welcome to the Meeple-Minded News Shed for this very special episode with me, Jason. Paul is once again buried with work, and so you get me. Sorry about that. And uh, yeah, basically, with all the pleasantries out of the way, let's crack straight on with all the tabletop gaming news that we think you need to know about this week. Okay, guys, so first up this week, we are jumping headfirst into the seventh circle of hell, or at least that's where I thought I was when I saw this news. For those people out there that can't get enough of collecting, or dare I say, playing the likes of Monopoly and Scrabble, there is a new hybrid abomination on its way to the market. Publishers uh, Hasbro and Winning Move are combining their forces to release Monopoly Scrabble, a new game that sees the real estate trading of Monopoly combined with the spelling competition of Scrabble. Uh, yeah. What what this means in non-IP jargon is that instead of rolling dice to move around the familiar Monopoly board, players will be spelling out words using familiar Scrabble tiles, and then with the gained value of the creative words, the players will then be able to move around the Monopoly board. If, if, if you place a word over a premium Scrabble square, it'll let you buy that property, like landing on a space in Monopoly. Uh, opponents can then steal those properties from you by building off of the letter uh, on the space. While Monopoly is, of course, very infamous for dragging on for hours upon hours, Monopoly Scrabble has specifically stated that it will apparently wrap up in under an hour, with the person with the most money across both cash and property value winning when the final letter tile is placed. Uh, Monopoly Scrabble is due to be released this autumn. So uh, yeah, if that's a game that you reckon you might like... I guess, I mean, it's an intriguing concept, I guess. Like, I was t always terrible at Scrabble, and I hated Monopoly, but um, combining the two sounds like a very interesting kind of hybrid, like I said, in the seventh circle of hell. So uh, there you go. Two massive IPs are clashing themselves together to create Monopoly Scrabble. Next up, we have yet another big mashup happening, but this time it is not for a game itself, but indeed the formation of a new publisher from two established game designers. Uh, apologies again for butchering these names inevitably as I will, but it is, I believe it is Antonin Bowser, which is the designer, designer of Hanabe, and Thomas Provost, the co-founder of Seven Wonders Studio uh, Repost Productions. They've teamed up to form a new publishing company called Playpunk. The duo, who have previously worked together on the aforementioned Seven Wonders, the two-player game Seven Wonders Duel, and of course the spin-off title Seven Wonders Architects, announced the new publisher creation via a tweet from the company's official Twitter account. Uh, according to the announcement for Playpunk, the studio will, quote, take time to mature its games and will have a limited catalogue, with the company placing, placing an emphasis on supporting and challenging its authors, as well as polishing its games. So that sounds pretty good. 
Playpunk has also already revealed two upcoming board games coming from the studio. One will be a family board game for two to five players called Captain Flip, which is set to be released in Q1 2024. And the second title uh, has yet to receive a name, but is described by the studio as being an, quote, air quotes, expert game for two to four players. This mystery game is said to be released at Eschenspiel in 2024, which, of course, usually takes place at the beginning of October. I, of course, really look forward to seeing what these games and indeed this new publisher bring to the table in the the coming years. I think this is a, a, a big step forward. It's great. Okay, guys, so Ravensburger, they've been in the news a, a lot recently, of course, with the announced legal ap- action from Upper Deck with regards to the imminent Disney Lorcana card game. And this week, no, is uh, is no different. However, fear not, I am not going to talk about Lorcana, uh, but I am in fact going to talk about a much older game. Uh, Puerto Rico, 1897, the uh, decolonized revamp of the contentious classic board game We'll see a re-release later this year, following its disastrous original launch. Puerto Rico 1897 was announced last year as an update to the 2002 board game in which players take on the role of colonial governors on the Caribbean island uh, during the 19th century. In the original game, of course, players grow crops on their plantations and invest in new buildings in order to try and amass the most profit. Of course, that 2002 game has since uh, seen stupid amount of criticism as uh, as the result of its colonialist themes, as well as the exclusions of indigenous inhabitants of the island and ignorance on the role that slavery played on those plantations. Obviously, uh, you're, you're controlling the characters that run those plantations, so a lot of people are a bit unhappy about that. Um, which is why the game has obviously gone through its uh, little bit of a, a, a re-theme and bringing it forward in the years. Um, so Puerto Rico 1897 explicitly sought to update the game's theme to a later period of time after the island had abolished the slavery and had actually claimed back its autonomy from the Spanish colonizers. Publisher Ravensburger acknowledged the original game's theme of colonialism, confirming that 1897 would be designed in collaboration with, quote, a culturally diverse and representative team, including Puerto Rican cultural consultant Jason Perez. Puerto Rico 1897 debuted German board game convention Eschenspiel in October 2022, followed by a full retail release in Europe at the end of the year, and then it received a US launch in February of 2023. The game's release was unfortunately beset by complaints of missing large numbers of components which were needed to play the game, as well as complaints of production oversights, including rulebook errors and text missing from building tiles that explained their unique effects. Subsequently, Ravensburger apologised for all the problems, announcing that it had halted the production of the game in order to correct the number of tiles and rulebook mistakes. In the meantime, the publisher allowed owners of the new, new edition to request the missing parts via its website. Moving on to now, Ravensburger have 
released its updated rulebook for Puerto Rico 1897, and it is available now as a digital PDF ahead of the re-release for the game via retailers this coming autumn. Okay, guys, so at the time of the recording, it is just a matter of days until the official launch of Warhammer 40,000 10th edition, and... It's fair to say that uh, if you did not manage to get a pre-order in quickly a couple of weeks ago when it went live, you're pretty out of luck if you're looking for that big, big box, you know, the Leviathan box, because, you know, the Leviathan box ha- contains 722 Space Marine and Tyranny miniatures. It's sold out on Games Workshop's website within hours, despite the publisher um, admitting, air quotes, preparation for a queue worthy of the emperor himself um it it clearly wasn't all that great uh but he did extend it out a bit it took hours rather than minutes so um past launches of those big expensive boxes have been plagued by the you know scalpers buying the games and then selling them on extortionate prices and you know games workshop tried to implement this new queuing system uh, which, as we said, it did draw it out just a little bit, but it still wasn't really up to task, especially for something as big as 10th edition. You know, a big edition change, you'd, you'd think that they'd just make enough product, or at least make a substantial amount of product that, you know, you, you'd think it's a worldwide brand here, and they know roughly how many players they have. I, th- I think they 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 knew what they were doing they're creating this demand by not making enough uh which unfortunately breeds the whole scalpers thing so games workshop if you really want to stop that just make enough it's pretty simple stuff um i can safely say that the players at my local club are certainly buzzing for the new edition and to quote them, to say that they actually feel that it will help escalate the game to new levels with regards to being able to actually introduce new people into the hobby. That sounds great to me. Um, Now, while the big boxes have sold out, apparently the actual core rulebooks will be available, and they have more than enough of those, apparently. So... Might be worth having a trip down to your friendly local gaming store, popping your head around the door. You never know. You might even get lucky with one of the big boxes, but if you buy the rule book, you've still got your miniatures, you can crack on playing the game. I think that's all the news I'm going to do for this week. Um, so let's head over to the BGG hotness, which I know Paul likes to do. Uh, so for those of you unaware of what the hotness is, It is a list of games currently being searched and talked about on the tabletop gamers mecca that is Board Game Geek. And at the time of recording, the hottest games are... Number 5, Arcane Wonders Heat, Pedal to the Metal. It is still holding in there as people are finally managing to find copies for sale out there in the wild and are online shouting their excitement to finally have a copy that they can call their own. And again, loving all the components, loving the gameplay, and already screaming for those expansions. So Arcane Wonders, please, 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 I'm joining them on this. Let's get those expansions out there and bring some more replayability to that amazing game. Number four, go on board's tabletop implementation of the digital game The Witcher Old World has grasped the number four 
as crowdfunding backers are finally receiving their copies and are expressing their love for the game and its premium quality components. There seems to be a hell of a lot of love out there for this. I know that my good friend Anthony is desperate for a copy of this. When he gets one, I'm sure we're going to get to the table. I'm really looking forward to giving this one a go. Number three, Osprey Games are finding themselves in that number three slot this week with the latest addition to the Undaunted series with Undaunted Battle of Britain. The Undaunted series is regularly, and I mean regularly, like pretty much every year, voted the best two players games available, and it seems that this one's going to be no different. People are loving it. Number two, Eagle Griffin Games is up next uh, with their 2024 release, Inventions Evolution of Ideas. This one has a double whammy going for it because with the preview copies um, appearing online and pictures and all that kind of jazz, they're boasting really nice, impressive components and the gameplay looks pretty good as well for one. And then the second big thing is the name of the designer that's coming with it because it is the next Vita Lacerda game. That always grabs enough buzz when uh, one of their games is announced. So it is time to get those brains turned on, guys, because this is going to be a heavy, heavyweight BUT. And finally, number one, it is Awaken Realms and acclaimed designer Stefan Feld are taking the number one spot this week with the Castles of Burgundy Special Edition. I haven't really seen why it's got to number one, but I'm going to guess it's because it's been released and people are receiving copies and, and commenting on the uh, on the quality of it, I guess. And finally, guys, last up today, we, of course, have our crowdfunding segment where we take a little look at the various sites and pick a game that somewhat takes our fancy and to be honest with you this week was a tough one because i personally ended up backing two three all right maybe four games uh but anyway enough said about that i have settled on letting you know all about the game ovation a classical music game as a musician for many years i was immediately drawn to the theme of this game despite the fact that classical music really isn't my bag but i do love the music business and I think this game will shine a good light on it. Uh, innovation players will travel to Western Europe in an era where artists balanced artistry with the whims of the nobility. Manage your creative inspiration, satisfy your patrons, fickle fancies, and use your wealth of experience to build turns to a dramatic crescendo. The game employs key features such as engine building, positive player interaction, resource management and card drafting as you perform a single action each turn to seek inspiration to create your art, seek your fortune using your acquired skills, seek patronage while hobnobbing with aristocrats, or even perform to your adoring fanbase. Ovation, a classical music game, is available to back now on Kickstarter, with pledges raging from a print-and-play copy, including files to 3D print tokens, for just £7. A single physical copy of the game is £37, as well as extra discounts if you back multiple copies, but obviously I will let you figure out that kind of stuff by yourself. And that is all I've got time for this week, guys. So thank you for joining us for another episode of the Meeple-Minded News Shed. 
Join myself next Tuesday where I will join my co-host James to talk about something gaming related. Not quite sure what it is yet. And of course, you could join us next Thursday where hopefully your favourite duo, Paul and Brian, will hopefully be back gracing your ear holes for another edition of the Meeple Minded News Shed. But until then, stay safe, Meeples, and we will see you all at the game table.